Hello, hello, beautiful friend. Welcome to the next installment of the Spiritual Network Marketer. I am so excited to introduce you to not only one of my personal business besties, but all around Ms. Badass, the one and only Hillary Grossman. And if you are unfamiliar with this incredible soul, I'm going to give you a little bit of background that not only is going to make you wish she was your mentor, but also your biz bestie. But if you stick around long enough, maybe she will become that as well. So this woman is not only a multi six figure earner in the industry, she's done the things, right? So she's earned the car. She supports herself with her business. She's done the thing. She has spoken on industry stages. That's actually where I first saw her. Where were we at, Hillary? Was it GoPro? Powerful women. Most powerful women. Get to that. It is one of the events that I will say changed my life getting there as a baby network marketer. But I saw her get up on stage and I actually thought you were with an oil company. I've shared that with you since we've grown closer because I saw up there on the stage, like, please understand. Like maybe you're like, who the heck is this Hillary girl? She is the most down to earth. She even described herself. She said, I'm your basic bitch, Lululemon. I don't know. Did you say boss babe? I'm not sure. But yeah. I see all these girls up there, right? The millennials, they've got their perfectly coiled hair. They've got their bags, they've got their whatever, and I'm just sitting there on the side. I don't know why I wasn't sitting in a seat, but I was off to the side, and I watched Hillary get up there, and I'm like, that girl's probably into oil, she's probably into crystals, she, uh, that girl is probably my jam, okay? And then I heard you speak, and you spit fire, I, I don't even know what it was. It was something millennials, like top millennials in, in the industry, and I really resonated with everything you had to say. And also we just both love avocado toast. So that um, clearly is bonding right there. But I would love to have you just spit some fire, Hillary, about one of the conversations that we had in particular was one of the reasons I wanted to just have you basically chit chat on here together was about how you decided that you were going to shift away from more of the masculine energy in your business. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I would love for you to just talk about that journey into more of the feminine energy and what does that look like? So just bring, yeah. bring, bring us into where were we at? We were at an event. I remember we were in the hotel of, I don't know, some, some random hotel room. No, so we were at the event, our Epic Awards event. So yeah. um, if you guys are listening, Luna and I both won like the Community Contributor Award, which I don't really get how we were nominated or any of that, but that basically is an award that kind of means that you like you're there for contribution. You're there for more than just yourself. And so we were in line, like ready to get this award. And I feel like both of you and I were just talking about some shifts and stuff in our business. And so the reason I really wanted to move more from a masculine energy into a more feminine energy is because for me personally, I feel like the masculine energy was only getting me so far to a certain point. Like, I feel like I maxed out my masculine energy, if that makes any sense. Like I hit the credit card, was maxed out. Like there was no more room. And so I feel like everything in life, when you max out a credit card, guess what happens? Then you start getting diminishing returns, right? So then your credit score goes up and you can't buy as much stuff. And that was the same thing that was happening to my business. The more that I just tried to be more and more masculine, the less and less and less it was working for me. Like I wasn't getting the same results 
just only having that energy, only the like, let's just sell all the stuff now. Let's get all the things now. Let's like go, 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 go. Like I was just hitting blocks. And then especially in this business, this business is made up of 80% of people doing a little. That's not the way you get 80% of people to do a little. You can't just say, hey, go do more when their desire is just to like, you know, get a few boxes a month sold, get their product for free and hang out and have fun, you know? So I think that was like, honestly, the biggest reason initially for me why I made the shift, but also like, I was just getting really unhappy. Like I didn't like the space, the energetic space that I created for myself. Like I didn't want to show up to that anymore. And so I think that's what really made me just take a step back and say, Hey, there has to be another way to lead a business for women that is 80, like, what is it? Like 85 to 90% women like that, even though that was revolutionary in my head, it's like, Oh, maybe I should lead with a feminine energy for a business that's geared towards females. Ooh, that's like bomb right there. Yeah. And I love that, you know, all the numbers, like I am still learning all these, and I don't even really like numbers, but I love that, that it is a predominantly, well, an organization predominantly female, not that men cannot be successful. Like that's not what we're saying, but I love that distinction that, Hey, if my organization is predominantly female, maybe I should consider leading with more feminine energy. Okay. So that's part one. Part two, I'd like to break it down even for somebody who might be kind of new Maybe they're going, yeah, I'm spiritual, but what do you mean by like the difference between the masculine and this feminine energy for somebody who's new? And I know that you're kind of new to energy practices too. So I would love for you to just your understanding of what that is. Yeah. So I feel like to someone that's really new, I think of masculine energy is like what to do. So it's like what you're doing on a daily basis. So it's like your DMOs or it's like the outcome of right now. And I feel like feminine energy is more like, how do you want this space, this being that you're creating to feel? Like your business is essentially like your third, your child, essentially. It's another being, it's an extension of yourself. So how do you want that to feel? And so I think that, like, I don't think you're going to be successful in this business without having some of the to-dos. Like, I don't think that it's possible to just like sit there and like never talk to anyone and make a million dollars. Like, that's not, I don't think you could visualize yourself into that. <laughs> That'd be really cool if you did. Like, network marketing is the easiest thing ever. But I think that like how I think of the feminine energy is how I want this business to feel, what I want the overall being to be with it and what type of energy I want in my organization when I show up to it. So that's kind of how I think of for a beginner. And if you're trying to explore energies is like, okay, I want to feel a certain way by the end of the day. And these little steps with masculine energy is how I can kind of get there. I love that. And I think that's a really important distinction. And I think so often people hear, well, I'm working with feminine energy. So what does that mean? Is that just magic that I feel good? And all of a sudden I'm a millionaire or I'm visualizing things and it falls out of the sky. It's the answer to that is no. And I love that you affirmed that, but we can get stuck in one or the other too. Like we can get into the, I'm just doing, I'm just hustling. It's just the DMO It's all the outcome. And we, for, we can forget the nurturance and we can forget that this can feel good too, as I'm making 
these action steps. And so really yeah. it's integration of the two. What I personally have found is that the industry as a whole is super steeped in what I call the toxic masculine in the oh, for sure. it doesn't matter how you're feeling. It doesn't matter that you need to rest, just go push, go push. It even brings forward to me the image of almost in the fifties of a, of a male doctor in the delivery room, just saying, push, go, push, 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 and not honoring the rest. So thank you for sharing that. I have a question for you. What is your best tip for somebody who is a beginner? But someone like us, like our human, they love avocado toast. They're brand new. They're into yoga. And so I like, think the biggest tip that I give to any beginner, and this is something that I share immediately, I think for the beginner, the best thing that you can do at first is write down five things about yourself that you love five things about yourself that you want to grow into. And then once you write those two things down, you basically have your social media, I hate the word brand, but you have your social media thing of what you're going to talk about. So if you really know yourself and you're like, but I want to grow into this person, that's what you're going to be sharing because you're going to be sharing with people your journey of where you're at now. And so what I always teach people and marketing and what I always teach beginners when they're talking about our products, but also in talking about like the business opportunity, I always teach the three phrases before sense and why I'm excited for my future. So that second category of the things you're excited to become into, that's your excited for your future. That's what your audience is going to watch you along the journey have. And so I think for the beginner person is really hone in who you are. So for me, like my audience, the reason they buy from me is they know, like, and trust me because they know that I like avocado toast. They know that I like to go outside. They know that I like to travel. They know that I'm health conscious and that's something that's important to me. I'm not sitting here trying to pretend that like I, so for example, in our business and the company we're in, like I've never sat there trying to pretend I eat a ketogenic diet. Like never's worked for me. It's not something I want to do. I love the product that we both share, but I don't need to pretend that I eat a certain way and say this works for me. And so I think that that's a big thing. Like when you're sharing something, start sharing from who you are, not what you think might work. Because as soon as you move into what works, and that's the mistake that I've made. And that's a lot of times when the masculine energy comes out because you want that result right now. You're like, well, I know this will work. I know that I'll get results. But then you're going to start to resent it because you're going to have to keep on showing up as something that you aren't. You're going to have to keep on playing this thing. And then this business, which is something that's so amazing and it's an amazing opportunity, literally becomes a job. And who wants to go to their job? No one. Everyone wants to do something they love and do something that they love for work, but no one wants to go to a job. So my biggest advice is really just starting in and starting it as your unapolog unapologetic, authentic self, where you are right now. Like if you're new and you're scared to do this business and you're kind of new to it, then you need to share that you're brand new. Don't try to act like the expert that you're not yet. Boom. I'm just integrating everything you just said. I was literally just having a conversation with myself. It's something that I like to do. Listeners out there. Yes. I'll be like, Luna, we need to, we need to have a sit down chit chat. My sit down chit chat went like, you love toast. Why have you stopped eating toast? So I love what you said, and I've seen this in the collective of, collective of network marketing and the collective of just the human beingness that I have to be perfect. So in our example, it would be I have to eat keto 
in order to promote a keto product or even for like a makeup girl, I've got to be really good at applying makeup to be able to promote a makeup product or I've got to, I don't know, what's another something that's out there. I've got to, Ooh, here's one with health and wellness. I have to have a certain body type, whatever that is to be able to promote something. So what would you say? And I like to call them fear gremlins. What would you say, and you addressed it a little bit, but not even just our company, maybe someone who's listening to this outside of our company and thinking that they have to have a certain result or I have to show up in a certain way to be successful, but it's opposite of them. Like maybe they love toast or maybe they're like, you know, like I really kind of suck at applying makeup, but I really, I I want it, but I want to try this thing. Like, what would you, what would you say? So I think the first thing before I would give a simple answer is to address why people feel this way. And so the reason why people feel this way, and this is the feminine energy coming in, talk about feelings, the words that masculine energy tells you're not supposed to have. How many times have you told, stop being so emotional, just get back to business? Like, no, I feel like is addressing that we inherently, a lot of us, especially as women have this need to appear perfect. So we have this idea that we need to appear perfect. And so it's dismantling that belief, first of all, and saying, hey, like, first of all, like you, if you're perfect and you're done, you're done. Like you're essentially dead. So if there's nothing to improve on, what, what's the point? Wow. Is anybody else out there listening to this just going like my brain just kind of circumvented right now? If that's even a word, that's probably not the right word, but if you're, I need to repeat this. If you are perfect, you are done. Done. Like your business is done. You are done. Who, I mean, I'm just going to say it for our company. Who wants to follow? I mean, maybe not, not me or my humans. My humans are the ones literally at events that are like, I'm just going to have this roll over here. Like, yeah. And then follow it with my drink. Right. Like who wants to follow the perfect girl? Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. So first off, like stop trying to be perfect because that you would be done. You wouldn't be able to have this amazing business you're trying to manifest if you're already perfect. So if you're already at your perfect, like body type, if you're already at your perfect, like you have all the money in the world, you have every single thing you ever wanted and that you're at perfection, like you're done. So I think right now it's like celebrating that you're still on the process of to getting where you want to be and celebrating those things and sharing that and sharing that journey with people that, Hey, you, you see that there's more than the reality that you're at. Now you see more in yourself than maybe what your current body type is. Or maybe if you're into makeup and you like kind of want to learn how to get ready for like a formal event and you you're on that journey, like share with people that journey that you're on and also just like the thing is, is stop living when you, when you live in this way, when you say, well, I can't do this until I, and so this is the mistake I made so long where I thought that I was going to be happy once I like made money, you're basically just delaying your happiness and you're delaying that success. If you're living in this life where you're like, well, I can't do it until I can't do it until you're always going to have another until. So just share where you're at now. And then you'll be able to go back and look at how far you've came. But it's also what I love to say to people is whenever I beat up on myself, cause that's a problem that I have is like, would you let your best friend say this to their themselves? Would you let your mom, would you let your sister say that? And if the answer is no, then you shouldn't be giving yourself that permission. Like, why are you giving yourself that permission of all that negativity that you want to give to other people? 
that's heavy, but it's like heavy in a good way. It's like, Ooh, like wake up, like, hello. Okay. So with saying that, I would love to know what you say to a newbie who says this, which I don't know if it's me, maybe it's my energy. I'm, I'm attracting this. But when you ask people to write down the five things, like what makes you, you, what are the things that you love? And then a woman says, or man, but they say, I don't know who I am. I can't make up a list of five things. And now they're, they're going to go, well, I can't start. I can't, what am I going to post? I don't have, it goes back to what you just said about the, well, I can't start until I, what do you say to that? Well, I think the thing is, if they really say I don't know, then it's kind of my responsibility as a leader to say, hey, they may not ready to be actually doing this. So that's like a little lightning bug that might go off. Or I could take a step back and say, hey, I I can tell that they're really getting absorbed by fear right now. So let's like change this conversation. So I think the biggest thing as a leader, if you're bringing on someone new who says this, then it's just a quick go to their social media thing right now. And do a quick five second thing and ask them about some of the stuff they've posted. Unless they're a total dum-dum and all they're posting about is politics and stuff like that, they're probably going to start sharing some like thing about their life. Like they're probably realistically, if they're a mom, they probably have some pictures of their kids on there. If they're into some type of hobby, they'll probably have that on there. And I would just do a quick look and start asking about that because then the person who just came in on that receiving end is going to start talking about it. And then they're going to realize, oh, like I am into things. Like I do have interests. I am a human being. But when they're saying that, they're really just saying, hey, I'm really scared to do this because I'm afraid I might fail. I'm scared that I'm going to go out and no one's going to buy from me. And I think the biggest thing to remember in telling you, well, this is the one thing that pisses me off so much in this industry. And I just have to say it. I just don't like how people in this industry try to, and this because of a story, try to shortcut their success to make it seem like it happened so fast. Versus like, if you do have a really fast success, it's because you've done X, Y, and Z and you got paid for it like here. So for me, and when I'm working with people, like if they're nervous, I love to say, you know, in my first company, it took me three months before I even made my first sale. But then I kept on following the system. And then when I got to prove it a few years later, I made six figures. So it's letting them know, Hey, like this was really, it wasn't just out of the gate for me. It took some time, but in this time, look what happened. And even for me, for us and our team, like I have this one girl, she has like 300, maybe 350 customers right now. It took her eight months before she got her first one. And this is now like, almost a year later and that 350 for the second, whatever. So I always ask people, I'm like, well, would you be okay waiting eight months if you knew that in a year you could make, you could get 350 customers. And that's actually what I've been saying to myself right now. Um, because I have this app, the pattern app, I just downloaded and it basically yeah, told about the pattern app. app. We were yeah. talking about this before we started the call. Yeah. But according to this app, cause it's your birth chart with your birthday and the time it told me that this year in 2020 is going to be a lot of hard work, but basically my 2021 looks awesome. Like when I was looking at the 2021 year, it literally told me that's when I was going to like meet someone. It was saying all this other stuff like about wealth. And it said a new journey is going to start there. So what I told, what I've actually said recently to myself, well, am I willing to have like this year be hard or I'm making more sacrifices? If I know by 2021, things are going to be effing amazing. Hell yeah. 
I love that. I think that's a really great question to ask. And I even like framing it because my mind is not like the idea, like my mind here is hard as in difficult and hard things don't necessarily have to be difficult. They can just be what I like to say is, am I showing up? Am I doing my part? And maybe I'm really having to get vulnerable and share that story. And it's not comfy and it's not cozy, but that also just saying this out loud for myself and anyone else who needs to hear it, like that can, that is the work that really truly is. So thank you so much for sharing that. I'm going to circle back to this at some point because there is another question that I have for you, but I feel really called to move on to our next question. So that was amazing for beginners. Maybe your brand, brand, brand spanking new. And I love what you said. Like, go look at the page. What are you posting about? One of the things that I share is it's okay to not know. I I just tell people that. Like, take people on the journey of discovering yourself. Like, I get that. We can get lost in being a mom or whatnot. But take us on, take us on that journey. But I love your tip as well. Like, well, let's look at what's going on right now. But let's move beyond the beginner. Maybe you're somebody who considers yourself, uh, I'm an intermediate. Like, I've been around for a little bit. I'm not just a beginner. Yeah, I've heard what you've said. But let's talk to the leader. Maybe they have, everybody's a leader, right? Like, everybody in the industry says this, and it's true. You are at least a leader of one. But let's say you now have a team underneath you. It's It's not just you what would you share with them about how to get to whatever their next level is in their mind? So I think that in getting into any new level, so first, I guess I'm kind of the opposite. I think leader is used way too much in the industry. And it's not because I think that it's not like, I'm not trying to be positive. It's not because I'm trying to be like, everyone's a leader or stuff. Like being a leader is a sense of responsibility and it's a sense of ownership. So I think that, what I've noticed about myself when I've been stuck is instead of having full responsibility for all the choices and all the things, there's some type of blame that I'm putting on someone else or some other thing. So I think to really advance to that next level and things like that is to have extreme ownership and understand you are where you are because of the choices and the things that you've made. And other people are where they are because of the choices and stuff where they've made. And yes, there's some people that can get lucky, but again, maybe that luck, it's not really luck. Maybe it's just manifested from somewhere else where they put in that before and now they're seeping their reward. And I think that if you're wanting to that next level is like asking yourself, like what, like doing a deep dive, like where am I not owning up to? Where am I allowing myself to be a follower? Like maybe you're on a team that has like an amazing system or for some things that I've realized on our team, because I, as a leader, I just provide a lot of stuff. Like just being a lot on our team, like I write a lot of stuff where you do not have to think. But what I realized is if you're someone that wants to be at a certain level and you want that free car from your company or something, you're going to have to think like you're not going to get there just by following a system. There has to be a part where you look at the person who you're following and you separate off a little bit. And it doesn't mean you start your whole new culture or new systems, but you start to see yourself as the leader. And then that person is just the person to kind of help you. Mm. I mean, that is so powerful. And I thank you for drawing the distinction there 
And I would say that that beginner mindset would hear that and go, well, that means I've got to make my own systems. That means I've got to make my own group. That means that's not what, that's not what is being said here. Like, I'm going to be very clear just to reiterate what, what you said, but it's, it's that question of, okay, I know the systems. I know, like, I got this down, but I'm almost hearing, it's like, you don't need permission anymore. Yeah. And it's also like, if like how I would do it. So like, it's me, like, let's say you were my sponsor, Luna, and I was trying to see if I was a leader. And it's me asking, could I do this business if Luna had to step away for six months? Would I be okay? And if the answer is yes, then it's like, yeah, okay, I have that leadership potential. I can go to the next level. But if, if I'm still waiting for Luna to say, jump and do a jumping jack and show up and prospect, or if Luna's still having to check up and on me, then maybe I'm not ready for that yet. I mean, I think that's a massive wake up call. I think that's going to wake some people up to go, I am a leader. And then I think that's also going to help people realize, okay, I'm still a beginner. I'm still learning the systems. I'm still learning, you know, what, what a post looks like. And then also it's like that self-reflection at a certain point, having the confidence to just step into it that yes, you are ready and you don't need everything looked over and all of, all of the things. It's an interesting space to step between the beginner Or, or also you could look at it and you could, I think what's also accepted, I think that people sometimes highlight that people might want it. I think it's sometimes also to look at it and be like, Hey, well, actually, like, I don't really want that big of a business. Like I kind of, cause that could be the case too. Like, I'm sure you might have some of those people on your team too, where like, we're all supposed to say we want this leadership and maybe, maybe they just don't, maybe they want to show up. Maybe they want to have their small little business. Maybe they want to be able to plug into your stuff and they've been around for a while. And that's completely okay. Like, I think some, a lot of people who are like achievers, they're like, well, that person's not growing, but it's like, maybe, maybe they don't want to grow in this way. Maybe they came into this business for some extra money for their family. So they have their extra money. They have a little bit more. They came in for a small community and that's all they really want. They don't want anything more. And that's completely okay and valid. And I think that's part of the feminine energy, like just being like, that's valid, that's okay, and not dismissing it. Where I feel like a masculine energy would be like, man, they're just not growing. They, they're not doing enough. They're not putting it in. Like, they're not whatever potential. Sorry, I cannot. That's hilarious. You know, versus being know, like, okay, this person just wants to be here to have like a good old time. So one of the girls on my team who I'm obsessed with, who I love, she, I love her because she's so honest and she literally works this business because they go to Disney once a year with their family. So she makes enough money so she can take all her family to Disney and then she's done. And then the next month she shows up, she makes the money she needs to make for Disney, then she's done. And I love it because she knows what she wants from it. And I think that's the most powerful thing is being honest with yourself to know this is what I want and not telling somebody whether it's your leader or more importantly yourself that you want something that you don't want. I've seen that personally sabotage not only myself, but other, but other people. Yeah. And so there's like the right answer. And the only right answer, and I love what you're saying here is that you're honest with yourself about what your goals and outcomes are. And so for me, it kind of something we're talking about, like, I think it's really liberating for me to sit there and be like, you know what? I don't really want to be number one. Like literally, I don't want to be number one. I see what the number one has to do. And yes, I think maybe in some type of other feminine energy, I would love to believe that I could get there in a way that's not without all that stuff. 
like all the like ma masculine work. And I, I haven't necessarily seen that yet to be proven in this industry, but I think that it's like saying that. So then it, it relieves some of that pressure off. Mm. Like, okay, I don't need that title. I don't need that thing. So I'm not going to go fight for it because it's not truly what I got in this for. So for me, like I got in this because like, yeah, I can just stay here up on the thing. Like I want to make a lot of money. Like, you know, right now I feel like what I'm happy. I'm definitely right now. I'm very blessed. I'm very happy. Like, like it's a good amount, but like, I'm trying to make half a million probably from like this industry a year. That's like definitely enough for me, my future kids that live like a way more than a nice life. And I think then it's like good to know that that's what I want and that's what the goal thing is for and there, but then it's also good because then it's like I can release myself from other pressures or other stuff. I love that's that. I think that's so powerful. And again, it's part of the honesty yeah. telling process. And I, I will just say for me, like, I believe that it's possible, whatever the goal is, whatever, to get there with ease and with gentleness and without the frantic energy yeah. that is so permeated in this, in this industry. And I don't know every leader, male or female, because anybody can work with these energies, but there's definitely in business in general, amazing women who are showing that it doesn't have to be the hustle to be number one or to be whatever, that it can come through, through alignment and through blending, blending these two, which is a really beautiful thing. And I do, and even hearing you talk, like there really is an uprising of feminine energy in, yeah. in the industry right now, which is a really cool, beautiful thing to well, learn. I mean, I'm excited about it because honestly, this is a women's industry and we're, I'm not going to say who, but there was recently a call, right, during this pandemic. This is a primarily female industry and had all these leaders. Mine didn't go. And so one of my mentors, like, sent it to me and they asked me if I was going. And I said, no. And they said, why? And I said, this is a woman's business. Why would I go to an event where they're featuring all guys? Why? That's not how I want to talk to women. I'm, I've lived my whole life with this masculine energy telling me how I want to be. And I realized something, and this is something you might want to write down, but I realized instead of my whole life, I've been trying to be a woman in a man's world versus just being a woman in the world that we live in. Woo, powerful. That is powerful. And like, I'm even hearing like being a woman is enough. Like we don't have to try and be a man or carry in this male, masculine, push, do, go, be one of the boys work as hard as the men, right? Like, and that idea of work hard so you earn is just so contradictory. Yeah, I mean, I think also we're in a space and time where I also have to admit we're lucky enough that we have this privilege based on women who have fought this fight for the last hundred years. So mm -hmm. like, this is not me saying this, like if they hadn't fought that fight and showed up in that way to prove that we were just as worthy and deserved like seats at the table, like, I don't think that I'd be able to say, like, I just want to be a woman in the world, not a woman in a man's world. And I don't think that's necessarily the way it is for corporate America or the rest of the world. I just think in owning my own online business, like, what's really exciting to me, and it's not necessarily in the terms of network marketing that I see this, but I see all these women online doing female energy, and they're making so much money. I mean, you see it too. Oh yeah. And so that's what excites me because we're essentially doing the same thing. We're all selling products. We're selling a product that's made for us by a company. They're selling stuff that they themselves make. 
And so in my head, what's what I love about that, it shows me, hey, they're doing this with this type of energy and they're making this much money. I can do this with this energy and make this much money. Oh, a thousand percent. I just feel like, honestly, not that it's late to the game, but how we see it in different spheres, whether it's coaching or, and there's a lot of it in the coaching industry and and women just combining, yes, both, but really talking about the feminine that shows me that it's possible and and that it is rising. And it's only a matter of time until we have women-led panels and women-led events and women, all of these things within the industry. So it's really an exciting thing to be a part of and on the forefront of. So my next question to you, because I know we could go on and on and on about that right there. That would be like a separate, a whole separate oh, thing. Yeah. It's really exciting. And it's a brave conversation to be had. And so if that, I would say like, if that makes you feel any, any kind of way, like lean into it, it holds something for you. But my next question to you is, what about those leaders that are listening to this right now? Maybe they're also six-figure earners. Maybe they're on the verge of seven figures, whatever it is, right? Like, I want to make a quantum leap. Like, I'm ready for the next level. What would you tell them? And I know this is something that you and I were talking about before the call, like the next quantum leap, even for you and I, like, what is the process that you're in right now? Well, I think the thing is, is for me, so I feel like I'm going to quote Taylor Swift because I've watched this documentary like 25 million times. I think that when you're trying to make quantum leaps, like whenever you're making leaps, it's like dismantling old belief systems that only got you to where you are there. So nothing, everything that got you where you are is not going to get you to that next thing. You're going to have to expand yourself. And so for me, as someone who was the hustler, was like everything was done with just pure masculine energy, like that, this is where I've had to really tap into that because this is a muscle that I haven't been, that I haven't been using. Like, for me, like I still wanted everything to look as if or appear like it was way better than it was, or I, I still, it was still comforting to me so instead of doing some inner work, it's still comforting me to just send messages and stuff and just go, go. Cause it will get some result versus then no result, if that makes any sense. So I think that and going to the next level, like you have to do a deep inner thing and look at what it is that you're missing yourself so then you can reflect that back on your business because you're not going to get especially how these companies are structured for the next rank or the next pay grade or whatever it's it, it it's insurmountable amounts of sales volume that you that I had to realize like there's no physical way that I could talk to that many people and even if I automated myself or do all the other stuff, there's no way that my person who is here. So I was listening to Abraham Hicks the other day. And so she's talking about her like fourth dimension. That's what she calls herself as. I'm not even sure what gender Abraham is. I get kind of confused, honestly, <laughs> there. But she's talking about how who you are right now is the sum of all your past experiences. So who you are now is like that best version of your entire past. So in order to get to that new level that you want to be and you want to visualize and see yourself is you have to improve and grow to get there. Like your past isn't going to get there. And so it's the same thing in the business, you know, and different people's levels like look differently, different people's 
past experiences are only going to take the are going to take them so far. And I think it's understandably and knowing that and knowing it's going to be challenging. Like you might not in order to get there, you might not stay at the same pay grade. You might have to go up and down because this is a business. Like it's not. So I think that that's the biggest thing is like for the people who want those quantum leaps is understanding that it's going to be a lot of stuff within, not necessarily like the execution that you're doing every single day. I love that. And one of the things that it, I'm hearing you say, like even that past self, for me, I'm very big on energy. It's like, okay, how do I play with the energy of who I am already, right? Truly who I am. How do I play with that energy of what's it feel like to not only be that rank, but, and that's what they call promotions in our company. When I say rank, whatever that is for you. What does that feel like when the money of that next paycheck, whatever bonus is coming in and I'm receiving that? What, what does that feel like in my body and what thoughts am I having? And yeah. playing with that because that's literally creating the future that I'm moving into. So thank you for sharing that. And hopefully that offers a little bit of hope for, for everybody that where you're at right now, it does not have to be where, where you are going. I think the thing is if you're stuck, like what I realized for me, for someone who's been the last year has been very challenging. So I want to say it's been one of my like hardest years. I think that when you're stuck, you also have to realize, like, ask yourself, what story are you telling yourself that's keeping you stuck? Like what thoughts are going through your head? So for me, when I looked at like my highest achievement on this pedestal and was like romanticizing it and looking how and telling you how the present was so horrible, guess what? The present was so horrible. And I was getting more of what I was saying. I spent so many months talking about how bad I was doing. So no wonder things got worse. You know what I mean? So I think that it's definitely when you're on that transformation or in a place where you're feeling stuck, like stop living in the stuck, like live in, like be present in the present, but you don't have to make the present the worst. So like, especially right now with the quarantine, like I have refused to call it the new normal because this to me is not the normal reality that I'm choosing to be in for my whole life. It's a temporary circumstance. Yeah, that's true. But to say that this is like the new norm, like this isn't my whole normal reality. This is a circumstance reality, which I can either make the best of or get sucked into. And so I think that it's looking at things like that when you feel like you're going through a stuck time and also just giving yourself some grace. Like not everything is about the numbers that are on the page right now. Okay. So I want to summarize really quickly what you said there, that it's not always about the evidence that's in front of you. And what's coming forward for me is fear, false evidence appearing real, and that it can literally change in an instant with our thoughts, with our emotions, with playing with the energy of what does it feel like? And shout out to Amanda Francis. I love her, but I love what she asked this question of what does it feel like if I were to literally walk up to you and give you a $10,000 check? What does that feel like? Or if I were to give you maybe you're playing around with the energy of a $5,000, like a $5,000 check or $25,000, whatever it is. Like what, it, what does that feel like? What stories, what limiting beliefs come forward? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Miss Hillary. There is one last thing I would love for you to share on that we were talking about before this. 
and I forget what exactly we were chatting about, but you mentioned how money was just flowing to you now that you're working with more of the ease. So can you talk a little bit about that, like the differences and how the money has yeah. So one of the things I kind of talked when you were saying this actually before, so one of the mistakes that I just made. So when you said this and you said $10,000 check, I was like, damn, I'm like, that would be so awesome. And then when you said $5,000 check in my head now, I'm like, damn, that'd be so awesome. And if you said $2 check, my answer is still going to be, damn, that'd feel so awesome. But what I was doing before is every time it was less than, or was it whatever, I stopped being grateful for the money. So every type, any type of money that you get or receive, or anytime you see a team member who comes in, get excited. Like today I was really excited because I was like, yeah, I was like, we had five new people join and I get to live in that excitement. But if you talk to me, even like two weeks ago, if someone else had 10 people join, then I just got sad about my five. Like I still need to be like in the so excited thing. And so I think that like, that's the biggest thing and how the money is coming more is because I'm excited about it. I'm not discounting it because if I realize like when you discount something, you're basically saying, nope, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. So if you're saying that's not good enough, how are you expecting to get more? I mean, that speaks right to the core of comparison. You know, this girl's 10 recruits does not diminish that you got five. That's still amazing. This person's whatever numbers that you're seeing does not diminish the numbers that you have. It's still. That's important to lean into that because I think especially in this, like people try to get you to feel bad because the lack mindset is like, oh, let's put these people against each other. So they feel bad. So they'll try and squeeze out a little bit more versus like, Ooh, let's just celebrate everyone where they're at and encourage them to grow more and the people that they're supposed to be and let's like raise it all up together. But I think that it's just up for us to really embrace it and really embrace that we're in a business that is for women. It should be run by women. And then hopefully in the future, like more of those CEOs and things are women, like making decisions on consumers who they share commonalities and stuff with. So that's like my really big hope for the future is just honestly more women representation and not just in like a political, like, oh, we have the woman on the thing, like where it's actually more females running it and just more females running their own businesses and especially getting to work from home and working. What I love about you is like, you're a mom and you get to work from home. It's like, you're not having to pick, you know what I mean? And so giving more people that opportunity. So that's something that I'm really excited about and like why I want more people to be okay diving into that energy. Mm. So good, Hillary. I just want to thank you for coming and having this chit chat, for sharing how much your own business has begun to transform since incorporating more of the feminine and the manifestation and still obviously doing the things clearly. So there still is that masculine in there, but just sharing your tips for the beginners, for the leaders, for those who want to make quantum leaps, super, super, super powerful. So what is your Instagram handle so people can connect with you? So it's just my name. I have two, but one of them I'm leaning off of. So the one that you're going to see the real me, there's actually not really that much marketing on it unless you just want to watch my stories is just my name, Hillary Grossman. So 
that's just me living my real life. Best place to follow and contact me. Yes. Okay. So go follow her at Hillary Grossman on the IG. You can find her on Facebook, type in her name. Same name. Follow her and notice how it is her. Like that's what it is. It's not a product. It's not like she is what you see and take note of that. It's super important. Follow, follow leaders, follow leaders in, in the industry, in your company, not in your company. Oh, wait, can I get advice on that though? Yes, please. So one thing is this is my thing and we've actually said this on the phone and you're like, remember, I want you to say that on here. So I'm going to say it here. I think it's very important when you follow people to follow people who not only make the money that you want, but live the life that you want. Ooh, yes. I remember that comment. That was so good. Yes. I just want to put that out there because not that I don't want the followers, but if you see me and you're like, yeah, I'm not really into a girl that like works out, eats acai bowls and likes to travel. If that's not your jam, then maybe you need to go find someone else that is going to be your jam and stuff. If you're trying to step into the life and stuff that you want. So I just think that's really important. It's not only just about the money because there's a million, this is our CEO's quote, but there's a million ways to make a million dollars, right? So finding people that live that life of abundance that you want also. Yes. There is no right, and I feel like so called to say this, there's no right or wrong mentor or person that you follow, but there is following the wrong person for your, what you want for your lifestyle. That is definitely. And that's definitely a mistake. I've literally probably just given up in the last month where I was like, just so caught up and following things and realizing certain people I was following, like, and I would say it in a defensive way. I'd be like, well, I don't want to work a million hours. And so I would say it in this really negative way, but just being open and being like, oh my God, I really respect them. I really respect their life. I, cause this is a change of energy. I really respect everything they do, but the way they choose to go about it isn't for me. I'm going to go find someone that is. Yes. 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 All of the yes. So permission granted to anybody listening to this, that if you feel like, you know, I don't feel inspired on this page. I don't feel like this is the life I want to be leading. Then go like Hillary said, find the person that does inspire you because I can tell you this, that however, and whatever success means to you and however you want to build up to that, there are women, there are men, there are dogs on Instagram, cats, okay, doing, doing the thing in the way that will feel like, oh, like, that's my human doing the, th- what do you mean? Like, she eats acai bowls and avocado toast and she does keto, what? Like, I love that, like, for, like, I'm obsessed. So, Hillary, thank you so, so, so much. If you guys got any value out of this, Please make sure to screenshot, snapshot, don't even know the right word, but tag us on the gram. I'm at the Luna Ashley. She's at Hillary Grossman. Make sure to rate us on iTunes if you have nice things, if you have nice things to say, of course. Give us a five star, give us a comment. It helps a ton. So I'm gonna go ahead and shut this down. Thank you so much, Hillary. And I'll catch you guys on the next.